0: Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 642 of the Juicebox Podcast. On today's episode, you're going to hear three voices. Mine, I'm Scott, Marilyn, she's Marilyn, and Joe, Marilyn's son. Joe has type 1 diabetes Marilyn reached out to me a long time ago to get me to come speak at something in Manhattan, if I'm remembering correctly. One long, I don't remember exactly. It was a long time ago. Anyway, we've been in contact a lot since then. I've gotten to know them, and I wanted you to hear their story. Please remember while you're listening today that nothing you hear on the Juicebox podcast should be considered advice, medical or otherwise. Always consult a physician before making any changes to your healthcare plan or becoming bold with insulin. Are you from the United States and have type 1 diabetes or care for someone who does? Perfect. You are eligible to join the T1D registry and take their survey. T1DExchange.org forward slash juice Head over there. Answer the simple survey. Doesn't take long. I swear, like less than 10 minutes. You're going to help people living with type 1 diabetes, and you're going to support the Juicebox podcast. T1D Exchange org This episode of the Juicebox Podcast is sponsored today by Omnipod, makers of the Omnipod Dash and the Omnipod Promise, two things that I will tell you about later in the show. For now, try hard to remember this link, omnipod.com forward slash juicebox. The podcast is also sponsored by by Touched by Type 1. And guess what? Touched by Type 1 has a big golf tournament coming up on Saturday, April 2nd in Orlando, Florida. Would you like to register? Would you like to learn more? You can at touchedbytype1.org. Okay, we're going to get to the show now, but just remember there are links to these sponsors and all the sponsors in the show notes of your podcast player and at juiceboxpodcast.com. I don't usually say that here, but I'm enamored with how my voice sounds right now. So I'm just looking for reasons to keep talking. Here comes Marilyn and Joe.
1: My name is Marilyn. I am a mom to two kids. My older daughter, Jenna, is 22. My son, Joseph, is soon to be 19.
2: Well, happy birthday, Joseph. How are you? Thank you. I'm good. I'm Joseph,
0: one of the two kids. <laughs> and
2: also the diabetic.
0: How old were you when you were diagnosed? Nine years old. Nine. Okay, wow. So that's uh, half your life. Yeah. Okay. Marilyn, I feel like you and I met when you sent me an email and tried to get me to come to New York to speak at something. Is that right?
1: I did. That is one email that I reached out with. Um, I think my first email was when I first found your podcast and felt so um, relieved that I found something that made sense to me. And you answered, and I then I was even more shocked because I thought, wow, <laughs> he really answered. He's a real person. This, is, this could work. Um, but then, yes, I did try to set something up um, here on Long Island.
0: Let me ask you, um, the first time you reached out, how long mm-hmm. ago do you think that was?
1: That was, um, I found, I started listening to the podcast in July,
0: She's gone again. Yeah, I don't know what she's doing. I don't know that she's doing anything. Is she on like something wireless? She's doing it through a phone or something like that. No, she's on her
2: laptop. She's on her laptop. A laptop with plugged in headphones. I made it full proof so she couldn't cut out.
0: <laughs> dude. The fun thing is, she's talking right now. Yeah, I know. Hi, <laughs> Marilyn. You know hi, you're back. You've I'm been
1: back. You've... Yeah, it just, I just got a message that my internet connection was unstable.
0: Okay. Is there a spot in the house where she could walk a little closer to the router maybe or something like that?
1: Yeah, I'm going to try. Okay, Ma, If no yeah. one's
0: there, go to the living room.
1: People are here. Oh. Uh, what people?
0: I'm out of ideas. This older daughter? <laughs> okay. This older daughter who escaped diabetes?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, the lucky one.
0: <laughs> no, nah, she's not home.
1: Oh. She's not home yet. My husband's home. Oh.
0: He should get a job. Soon, soon to be
1: leaving, right? <laughs> he, he, he's on vacation this week.
0: Oh, my goodness. We need money being made. He needs Right. It. He can relax when you leave him and not before.
1: <laughs> I already gave him the ride act not to come in the room no matter what.
0: How's that? A little better? We'll find out. So okay. July of when did you find the podcast? Uh,
1: 2019.
0: Oh, okay. So see, the reason I find that interesting is because you know we're really only talking about two years but joseph's had type one for nine years so were you twisted up for seven years
1: pretty much Uh yeah i um knowing at the time i don't think i thought that because i was listening to our doctors and i thought um I wasn't someone like when i listen to the podcast now i and even your story how you were thought you know, this can't be right. There must be more. I was to the side of, okay, this is what the doctor says. So he's the expert. We, you know, we, we fortunately never had um, anything in our lives or extended family where we've ever had, um, you know, chronic illness or something where we had to deal with doctors all the time. It pretty much was like our checkups once a year. You know, my kids weren't really sick kids. They went, they didn't have earache. We were, I just trusted what they said.
0: You were just rolling so the first along. Cu-
1: yeah yeah the first couple of years it was just like okay well you know we'd go every four months they would tell me you know all right well you do want him like you know between seven and a half and and we were kind of close but not really but he never really you know made me feel like i wasn't doing anything right wrong okay so, so for, for
0: a number of years joseph you've got like a you've got an, an a1c in the sevens ish your kid and you don't? Do you see anything wrong with what's happening? Are you having issues?
2: No, I had no idea.
0: Okay, all right. Um, and so, Mal, when you figure it out, you figure it out you're listening to me, and you're like, "There's a different way to do this." And mm-hmm. does that panic you then? I mean, when do you get like? When does it upset you?
1: Yes, when. Um, well, I kind of back up a little. Twenty eighteen was kind of um, just a like a wacky year in our lives. Um, we just had a lot going on and, uh, my husband and I were like all over the place and we finally, um, kind of like regrounded ourselves. And, and I I think, honestly, I think it was just the toll of, you know, me not sleeping for (laughs) a number of years. Um, And I was just burnt out and it reflected in our relationship and things were just, I I was always angry with everybody. And um, so 2018 kind of straightened all that out. And then I kind of realized I haven't even paid attention. Like not that I didn't pay attention to his diabetes. I was treating it, but I wasn't focused on it. And I kind of got to the point that I said, this can't be good. Like his, these high can't be good. And I wanted to do something about it. And I literally um, had, I was working my job. um, I wasn't working through the summer at that point. I was working in a school, but then I had gotten a job where I was working through the summer and I had about a 25 minute commute. And I literally sat one morning and I said, you know, I've never listened to a podcast. I was like, I need some direction, something like, maybe there's a podcast on diabetes. Let's start with that instead of looking for a book or whatever. I had no, I never joined any Facebook groups. Mm -hmm. I, I never reached out that way. I had no one really um, in our lives that I could go to. Um, we, When he was first diagnosed, we were involved with JDRF. But then truthfully, even Joseph got to the point as he got a little older, he said, I really don't want to do these walks. I really don't, you know, nothing yeah. against that. But no, I understand. so I didn't have any. I'm sorry. No, I was going to just I, I want
0: to before I move forward. Joe, mm-hmm. I've called you Joe a ton, but now your mom's calling you Joseph and it's panicking me, but you want to be called <laughs> Joe, right? You can, call, Yeah, Joe is fine. Okay. She's called me Joseph forever, okay. no matter how much I try and just say, call me Joe. <laughs> Listen, when you name your son after the Lord, you want to reuse the name as much as you can, okay? That's a, that's one way to look at it, yeah. No pressure there at all, Joe. Just, yes. No, none at all. Please unite the universe. Could you please? Um...
1: <laughs> Plus, coming from an Italian family, when you have 17 Joes and Josephs, it's kind of like you try to... You're Joe, you're Joseph, you're, you
0: know. It's Michael in my wife's family. Yeah, there's always one name. Yep. Right, right. we'll go somewhere and everyone will be named Michael except the people in my family. (laughs) And the whole room turns. You're just like, I don't even know. These people need, they need nicknames. And they all have them now (laughs) because of it, you know. It's funny. Exactly. You name your kids something and then you end up calling them something completely different because it's right. and it's not the point. The point is no. this, Joe. So you're Joe's rolling around, you know, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. What Do you yeah. Joe, are you even aware of your A1Cs other than I I, I See so you're a really kind of grounded person. I Joe and I have spoken a number of times. So, um tell me what it's like to go into those appointments as a kid. Are you paying attention? Do you really care? Like what is that like your doctor's appointments?
2: I I hated it. Not as much now, because, like, the control I have, I'm kind of, like, I'm I'm not scared to go to them anymore, because I know what I'm doing. But as a kid, um, I always used to tell my parents it felt like, like, alien, where I would just lay on a table, and they would examine me, and, like, check me, and, like, they would check, like, my sight points, and be like, where are you doing your shots, and they'd have to, like, feel where you're doing your spots to make sure it's not irritated. Like it would just freak me out. I felt like an experiment. That's what I would always tell them.
0: So it's just an uncomfortable situation. You're not taking anything like you're not leaving and going, Oh, here's a useful bit of information I have. Now.
2: No. Okay. It was just a time where they would look at me and then they would like report to my mom and
0: I would have to leave. Like, I would just have to be there. You know, did it feel, did you have any feeling of pass fail or did you not even not, think of it that deeply?
2: Not really. No.
0: Okay. All right. How about you, Marilyn? Did you feel pass fail or they hadn't, you didn't know enough about it back then to think you were doing good or better or worse or anything?
1: I did. um, When we were initially, he was initially diagnosed and we started, I remember in fact, it's funny. I, you know, pulled out all my notes from diagnosis. I had, I saved everything and getting ready for the podcast. I, I said, well, let me go over my dates and, you know, know what's going on. And when I looked through the notes that they gave us when it was, I don't know if it's comical or sad, but I have a whole page of his A1Cs that I would handwrite and binder notes. and, And I had to write down his blood sugars all the time we tested. And all I have is a note that says A1C, six and a half to seven, excellent. Seven to seven and a half, very good. And that was my barometer. Like that was what I... So as I look through all my notes, like next to some, I have sad faces. Next to some, I have happy faces. But to look at them, it, it's... So I would feel like... I And I would feel like we waited four months, and then I got this number. And now I'm like, oh, I suck at that. Like, what did I do?
0: But... Were you, were you making any purposeful
1: decisions? No. I, I didn't know. I, I can't explain it. I didn't know to kind of take the reins and just say, this is, there's gotta be a way to deal with this. Okay. You know, the iron not that it's ironic, but my, my brother, um, he's nine years older. He was diagnosed in his early forties as a type two, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and he didn't live, he lived in Jersey at the time. And not that we're not close, but we don't talk on a daily basis as, you know, just yeah. not, or, you know, how it is. I have a brother. Um, yeah. And, and I remember hearing, um, oh, Mark, you know, if they say he's type 2, but he's so young. So he was the type, I'm not taking any pills. I, I can do this with diet and exercise. And about a year and a half later, he was type 1 and started, you know, and then he ended up in the hospital. He lost like 30 pounds. But because, I remember my parents going there, but because he was so out of touch, I didn't even know enough, like nobody talked about it. That's how, I don't know, that's just how my family was. So like, your was brother like was...
0: Your brother was misdiagnosed as a type two for about a year. Absolutely.
1: Gotcha. Absolutely. I know that now. Um, I didn't know that then. And it was kind of like, is he okay? Yeah, he's okay. Okay. You know, I was like, okay, so he's on it. Okay.
0: Joe, any chance? But I didn't
1: know what that meant.
0: Yeah. Any chance, Joe, that he's an uncle that you look like? Facial structure, height, body style? No. Nothing like that? I was just wondering. Okay. I'm always (laughs) looking for like little like. Like connection points when we're having these mm-hmm. conversations. Um, so, oh. Joe, if I told you your mom is a verbose email writer, would that surprise you?
2: If you want to tell me what the word verbose means, <laughs> okay.
0: all right, I will totally <laughs> back you up. She she writes uh, uh, plentifully with many words and goes on. And, oh, yeah. Oh, this makes sense to you. I told yeah, I totally. <laughs> I think I talk that way,
1: too.
0: Oh, my God. He does. Maren, if you passed away right now and they were looking for your writings... <laughs> I may oh. be in possession of some of them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I am. a. I am. I, I do. It's funny. I often find I get my thoughts out better on paper than verbally. Scott, you should see your
0: text. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't understand the brevity of she, texting. She texts in
2: chapters. So like I'll be out, whether it's my girlfriend, my friends, whatever, and I'll get a text and it's like, hi. You're 260 or no, not even that high. It'll be like hi, you're 182. And then like you she'd hit, hit like return and make a space below, and then there's another line. And then it's like, I would suggest taking this amount of insulin. What did you eat? Did you do this? What did you eat for breakfast? What's on your kit? Did you check your kit? Your sensor could be off. And it's like eight lines about like you know what, what I could possibly be doing.
1: When well, you're t- when you're giving my eulogy, you will say how your mother cared.
0: I bet you. Was, <laughs> I bet
1: you'll say my mom could never figure out texting. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. He didn't. My he, he would always get mad at me because I would use the dot 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 after I'd ask say a statement, and he would yell. He would say to me, "Mom, that's not good. I'm like I'm just." I'm just like giving a pause. and I don't know. I get
0: get pressured. I do. I get pressured for using punctuation well in texting by my children. And uh, my son does not like it if I call him and I don't FaceTime him. Like if I FaceTime him, that's okay. But if I call him, he does not seem to, he does not seem to like talking on the phone.
1: No. Really?
0: Yeah. So <laughs> Because
1: they don't realize that's what the phone is for.
0: I don't care about talking on the phone. You're all right. No. With, well, yeah. Okay. See, look, everybody's got their thing. But yeah. anyway, you wrote some really long emails. But I want to say something. I about apologize. Them. Don't <laughs> apologize. As we're joking about them, they were also very cogent and thoughtful and they got me to write you back because I've received long emails that ramble, and I just kind of pretend like I didn't see them. You know what right, I mean? Delete. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like, I, there's right. part of me that's like, am I about to re- reply to like a person who's in the middle of a psychological breakdown that I'm not qualified <laughs> to help with? And um,
1: I probably but, was,
0: but you were, but yours seemed manageable. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I knew I was crazy, and and and. Oh. and <laughs> i knew i was crazy
0: <laughs> i don't think you can be crazy and know you're crazy but i don't know I, I don't know the technicalities i also don't think the word crazy is acceptable any longer but no, um, i'm sorry no, don't i'm be sorry. not
1: one th- thing you will learn about me i am not politically correct
0: well marilyn if you don't know how to text i'm pretty sure you're not going to know the, um, <laughs> the the wokeness of culture so um <laughs> no i'm <am> not woke. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> anyway um so then, you know, so then we start talking more about, like, I guess you were involved with JDRF still, and you were trying to get me to this event, and I kept telling you, I don't think this is going to work. I don't think they're going to want to do this. And yes. And you were like, no, 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 and you were really persistent. I just thought, like, okay, well, oh. you know, let her go. Like, maybe she'll work. <laughs> <laughs> and um, But at the same time, we started talking more about, like, management stuff, and Joe, you and I ended up on the phone together for a while, right? Like, I basically gave you a private talk. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What was that like? Like, leading up to it, were you like, oh, my God, my mom's going to make me talk to a stranger on the phone? Or?
2: I I don't really mind talking to people. Like, I was pretty – that wasn't the problem. I was just like, who is this guy giving me advice on my – my mom's like, I found this podcast. And she's like, I'm going to have this dude call you, and he's going to tell you what to do. And I was
0: like, What? <laughs> I don't. Those are just joking. <laughs> but uh, go to your you father. Have, do you go to your father and go like, was she the only one? What happened? <laughs> how, how did we end <laughs> up like this? What did you do? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, he's forgetting. After I found the podcast in July, I started following your um, Facebook group and your your page, and within weeks, I see a post that you are going to be local to me at a church in Pennsylvania. And I thought, Oh my God, we're going. And, and that's when I had said to my husband, I'm like, listen, I found this guy. I found this podcast. He's not, he's on, you know, our coast. It's not far. I'm like, you want to go away for the weekend? And he was, he was like, all right. And am like, we'll get a hotel. It'll be like a getaway. And I'm like, we're going to sit at this thing all day and we're going to learn how to do this. So I kind of got, you know, that he was on board, I guess, because it was a night away. And and <laughs> I came to see you live.
0: <laughs> so what And I
1: remember saying to Joseph, listen, I found this podcast. Like, you know, you're welcome to come if you want to learn. He's like, mm, you go. He's like, you yeah. just come back and tell me what so, he said. So I, have like,
2: two I just th- said, right. like, yeah, I just like, let me
0: know what you learned. Yeah. <laughs> so I have two things around that. First of all, I was getting ready to do, like, I was getting ready to do, like, nine speaking events in nine months. Mm-hmm. And I just, like almost like you do you know you, know, you Chris Rock or roll into a comedy club where 10 people are because he needs to brush up. I was like, I gotta I gotta do a practice one and get myself rolling again and um, and I wanted to do it and then someone online said like I'll find the space will you come? And I was mm-hmm. like, all right, well, that's good. I can kind of like shake the rust off. And I, and also when you're doing these things online with people, like a lot of people say things that never come true. And you just learn to say, that would be nice. Thank you. And, you know, then you don't hear from them again. But when someone <laughs> says to you, I think I can get a space. And then suddenly, like 12 hours later, they're like, I have the space. Ooh. And I'm like, uh, okay. Well, I guess I'm doing this now. <laughs> and, you know, and then I find out someone drove from Long Island. And my understanding of Long Island, which I've brought up on the podcast a number of times, is that my son used to have to play baseball once in a while way out on the island. And mm-hmm. all I know about it is I hate driving there and driving back from there. <laughs> you th- told me
1: that in your first email. Yes,
0: that's all I know about Long Island is that <laughs> like fridge. it is a horror to drive through. It is. And and um and so when you came from there, like my frame of reference was... These people really wanted to do this because that is not uh-huh. a pleasant commute you know to uh-huh. get here. Um, but the other part of my thought based on our brief conversation just now was that I completely understand how Joe must have felt because I'm that person really. like it's it feels a bit incongruous if I'm being honest, who I am with how I think about the world. because if I wasn't me, I would think this situation is completely ridiculous. Like a person uh-huh. a person with a podcast talking about a health thing that somebody drove right. to and made their kid call somebody on the phone like I would I would if it, if it wasn't me, I'd step back and go, you're out of your mind for doing this <laughs> so right. I only don't feel that way because I know the truth of it, but how are right. people on the outside of me supposed to know that I'm not a lunatic
1: you you know what really did it when Joseph started um he had after like a few years of diagnosis, I got, he started a diabetes camp in the summer, which I really, it was out on the Island. I really wanted him to go. He didn't want to do it the first, I think two years. And then I somehow, I don't know, I got, I bribed him. I don't know. I promised something. I got him to go. And they each summer would have, you know, different activities each day. And then they would have reps come out and you'd get samples of things or pamphlets. And that's how I learned about the Dexcom. And when I, he came home with it. I was like, what in the world is like, I never even thought to think of technology. I knew he didn't want a pump. Like I knew about a pump in the beginning. He learned about that and he never wanted it. And I always felt like, um, you know, I'm not going to force him to do it. You know, he got handed this deal. I'm not going to force him to do that if he didn't want it. I just wasn't in that headspace. So when I learned about the Dexcom, that was one thing that I thought, Oh my goodness. This, this is amazing. You know, so we did start him. He started on that in, we were just trying to figure that out. It was right before it was 2016. Jo, right did before you, jo, did you bring school.
0: that, did you bring that, that pamphlet home? Cause you felt like you were supposed to, or because you saw it and thought, okay, I would actually like this. To be honest, I probably threw it in my backpack and she found it. Hey. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love the difference between what actually happens and what people's parents think are happening.
1: Right. He probably just had to bring it home. In in his um, heart,
0: Scott, he knew deep down that he wanted to make
1: this. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I know Joseph better. <laughs> um, and I went to my doctor. When we went, I said, I want that, you know, I'm going to do And I called the rep. We got it all set up. And when I saw that, you know, we would check I mean, I, I was like, you know, when he wakes up, breakfast, lunch, dinner, before bed, 2 a.m. for years. And when I saw what was happening in between, I, I remember I was I, I I'm, it's like embarrassing to say that I, I was like, oh, my God, I, this is impossible. Like this, he goes up and down and this and that. And I remember saying to the endo. This this is happening. Like this isn't good. This, right. you know. So if I check him three times a day and his number happens to be one sixty, great. But if it was three thirty, you know, and he was like, well, you know, he didn't he didn't say like you really want to try to work on it, it. It was almost like yeah. That's what I think got me after. It took a while, but I was like something's wrong. It'll like be, this isn't right. I think when and Dexcom,
0: I, I'm sorry. I think when Dexcom no. first came out. I think that it showed it showed a it's shown a light on a lot of endocrinologists they yes. they I bet you they didn't like it at first. I bet you at first they looked at these charts and went uh oh, people are going to ask questions about this right, <laughs> right. right
1: and and I have to say we uh, we've had the same endocrinologist from when he was diagnosed and I like him and we got along with him and I and i I had nothing to get. you know I believe he was doing what he was doing You know, he's with a big hospital, and I believe he was doing what he was taught. It's a huge practice, you know, whatever. But since learning what I've learned and being the way I am, you know, now that what I know, it's just a shame. And it really does fall in the same, you know, I I mean, I haven't found in my notes, I told Joseph last night, I think. My notes said if at bedtime and 2 a.m., over two, only correct if he's over 250. I was like, that's mortifying. Like
0: now, it's mortifying. You're like, oh yeah,
1: right, exactly. So right, the thought of what I did—that's how that's how I took it. Like that was a that put me in a bad place too for years. Of like, what am I doing to him? What did I do to him? I wasted these years that I could have been, you know, he could have been healthier. He could have been like, what did I do?
0: Even earlier in your conversation, you said something that gave me that horrible wasted time feeling. Um, yes. And Joe, you're still young, so it probably doesn't feel like this still. But at some point in your life, you'll start thinking about like time is gone um, or I've made a decision that I can't fix. It's a horrible mm-hmm. feeling as you get older. Mm-hmm. And when it relates to health or your children, it's worse. You, you know, like when you wake up one day and you're, you know, you realize your 16 year old is a is a pompous ass and you go, oh, <sighs> God, what I do It's, it's too late. You you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I made decisions when the kid was seven that led to this. And now Mm -hmm. I, what do I do? Like if Mm -hmm. it's a really terrible feeling. Um, and so, and Marilyn, you're running around being angry. Joe, were you aware she was angry or did you just think I knew she was crazy? (laughs) I didn't think she was crazy. I knew she was angry
2: about something, but I think I was too young to understand
0: why. Okay. Did she seem angry at your dad or angry at you or angry in general? Um, I think she was angry at
2: me for reasons that I couldn't understand. And like, even when I say that, I don't mean mad at me. I think she was just mad at the situation and the fact that she, like you guys are saying, she did feel like she put me in harm's way for so many years. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think that way. I just thought, take the shot, take like check your blood sugar and move on with your day.
0: You know. But you felt you felt that anger coming towards you.
2: Yeah, I just didn't. Really- why. Okay. So, now that I look back, I can see it really wasn't me. It was the situation.
0: Right. Brown. Does that break your heart?
1: Yes. Yeah, because I know I, I was angry. I know I was, so, and it, it affected, I think, plus I kind of, I am the soul now that Joseph older, it's kind of like the two of us, but I was the one that like took the reins with this and okay. it was solo act. Like okay. even when he was first diagnosed, um, I gave the shots uh, like it just was the way it was. Um,
0: What'd you do at school, Joe? Who injected? Um, where? How'd you inject at school when you were younger? Did you do it? If I remember right, I went to the nurse and I did it. You did it at the nurse's office. Yeah. Okay. All right. right?
1: Well, well, once you started doing your own shots, you did. But in the beginning, he was only on um, short acting and long acting twice a day, so he had to eat exactly, you know, like we had to give him exactly the same carbs all the time because that's Marilyn, they, what they told us to Joe, do.
0: Joe started on regular and MPH? hmm Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: How far out on that island do you live? Cla- right? <laughs> Cloudy and clear. I remember rolling the bottle, you know. Nine years yeah. ago. What should have been? Nine years ago. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was Humalog and Humalin and, and pH. And we gave it at breakfast twice and – Dinner twice. Oh, so he would eat. Me. I mean, they, it's funny. I don't even know. If, I mean, I'm sure Joseph remembers it because it was horrible. Like in the beginning, I remember them telling us, well, you know, if he's hungry because he had to eat for what I gave, you know, for the insulin we gave him. So they never said, like, if he wants a snack, just give him. It, it took about a year, six months, a year into my notes where it was like, if he wants a snack, give him a unit and let him have a snack. So they would tell us, you know he can have like jello and whipped cream and brown do you remember how many cups of
2: i would scott yeah. i would like throw up whipped cream <laughs> it's i don't eat jello to this day because it's I'm, all i eat
1: i'm mortified that i can remember saying if he was like i'm hungry as a kid and I'm like you want a cup of ready whip you want a cup of it's embarrassing, but that's what
0: they do. Like, no one in the history of the world has ever said, "Do you want a cup of ready Whip? I'm like,
1: that'll fill you, Joseph, yeah, would you growing like a growing boy who's would you, underweight to begin with because he's you lost. <laughs> you know, oh, he would was you so... like a bite
0: of dusty air, Joe? <laughs> By the way, I got stuck. He's got with, no carbs. You, you said a minute ago, like I'm sure he remembers it because it was terrible, and I thought, I bet you that's how the girl I lost my virginity to talks about that <laughs> night.
1: <laughs> i'm sure she remembers it (laughs) (laughs) it, oh
0: it's well that's i can't even think about it because it makes me but here's the interesting thing right like you're involved and interested you're going to doctor's appointments and Mm -hmm. and you know i mean you're trying to be in the community you're going on jdrf walks and and getting that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff he's going to camps and stuff and so I'm going to probably come off poorly for a second here to some people, no. but you're doing all the things that the system wants you to do. Mm-hmm. And it was... But it means nothing. ...valueless to you.
1: Absolutely.
0: Congratulations, sister.
1: Absolutely. Okay, And right. that's what... That's what... When I heard... When I found your podcast, at first I literally... Because I didn't even know. I was like, I don't even know how to download a, that podcast player. I don't even know how to do this. They never had done it. Um, and I just... Google, you know, I t- typed in the search and I there was another one or one or two that came up first, but then I saw Juicebox and I just thought I'm like, oh that's cute. i like, yeah, that's that's a cool title. <laughs> okay, and I hit that and I listened, I went to the beginning cuz I didn't think like let me do the most current and I listened to the interview with um Adam from American Idol. Okay. And then I listened to a few others and when I heard you talk about the number in between and the depth and bringing it down. And it literally, I, I was like, that's it. Like, that's what I've been saying. I've been saying this shouldn't be happening in between checking on a meter. And, and that's when I knew I'm like, this is, this is something, this is, this is it. I'm, I can't even explain to you how happy I was and how relieved. So when you say you can't believe that people, you know, that you do a podcast and, and people get such value out of it. It's because sadly, I guess, and maybe back then there, maybe now there are more doctors that see the things you see and say, but it wasn't around. It, mm. it was like, I struck gold. Yeah, nobody And, uh, and then when one. I found out, and then I was like, who is this guy? And then when I found out, you know, like you were real and on the East coast, I was like, Oh my God, like, you know, I could drive to his house and find him if I wanted okay. to and ask him my e-
0: question. Let e- me write him
1: an email. <laughs> e- easy.
0: There you go. Email, better. Um, That's and, it. Yeah. Plus, I sound enough like you that it's, you know, probably comfortable. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes, I-, I do get your humor, which makes it. And that was the other part of it. It wasn't boring and it wasn't like someone was preaching to me and it was entertaining. Yeah. But, no, but, but, and oh, I, I'm telling you, even now, I don't know, if it, but,
0: I keep waiting for someone to try to. It gets me excited. It
1: gets me happy. Thank you. If I, I don't know what would have happened. I really don't. Would I? I don't even want to think that I still would have been that. Well, let's go over it.
0: No, Meryl, let's go over it. I saved your marriage, right? You did. Yeah. Okay. I probably saved your kid's life. Probably. Right. I mean, made me a nicer person. I made you a better person. I mean, right, Joseph?
1: I'm a nicer person now. Super. Just,
0: I mean, listen, whatever that 10% is you send to the church, I think just send to me for a while. And we'll be fine.
1: <laughs> we'll call I it buy you. I'll
0: te- I am teasing. Please, no one ever. I was
1: so happy you did that. Oh, my God.
0: I, that freaks me out. So, oh, still, like, everything see, but, about my life makes me, gives me what they call douche chills. I don't know, Joe, if that's And I don't term. know why.
1: I'd be, I hear you say that.
0: It's uncomfortable.
1: It it shouldn't be. Yeah, but shouldn't you be. think
0: that because you had the experience. I mean, listen, I was just being you know i was just joking a second ago but at the same time if we step back and act like adults for a second a podcast did those things it's it's a real thing you know like i I am a good guy like i did show up at a church in the middle of wherever the hell it was and you know and talked to what do you think there may have been 40 or 50 people there oh
1: i think you had a little more than i'd say 100 nice you had a good crowd that day
0: had a good crowd we talked to some people helped people out I, i listen I'm a on a Saturday, per- on your
1: own time.
0: I'm a decent person. I know mm-hmm. that, right? Like, I know my values and I know my my goals. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just, I mean, I'm 50. Joe, seriously, when your mom says your podcast to a 50 year old, like, there's a party <laughs> that goes like, "You get a job, man." Like, right? Like, <laughs> you feel it a little bit, don't you? I mean. Uh, You guys are indoctrinated now. You can't even say anything bad about me. Come on. No, I mean, at some point, like, yes, I get it, where it's like, what else
2: does this guy have to do? Like, doesn't he (laughs) want to do anything? Or like, but at the other point, I get it because I can't really criticize you because one time I remember my mom, like, laying everything out for me um, about what your show and everything has done for us. And I just sat there on my bed and I was like, so you're telling me this stranger, like, kind of saved my life. She was like, yeah. And I was like, kind (laughs) of did. So I can't really bash you.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, but we were trying to have fun, jo, and You wouldn't say anything bad, so now we have. <laughs> to, mean, now I'm the one left self deprecating humor, and it's too much. It's, I'm still uh, having fun. I right, think it's, it's pretty- good. Good. I, I, I. So I mean it, gen genuinely. It's a strange thing. Like I, I can see that. Yeah, I mean, for instance, like today, I, I, when I, when you and I are done today, my wife and I are going to a wedding. Like mm-hmm. so, I'm. I'm jamming this in today because it's my job. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And the three days prior to today, the Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, we're we're speaking on Thursday, Monday, Tuesday, Mm -hmm. and Wednesday of this week in September of 2021, those three days had more downloads than 2015 did when I started the podcast. The entire year.
1: That's amazing.
0: Yeah, but that's a weird thing to wrap your head around.
1: But... I uh, I can see your point, mm-hmm. but I I can also see from when I jumped on board and started listening the growth that you have had and watching it like as a
0: I'm better at viewer
1: it subscriber fan. Um,
0: no, yes.
1: Oh, I, I I, didn't think you were bad when I started listening. If I When I started listening way at the beginning, it was funny how different. You, you could tell, like, you had just started. Yeah, no, of um, course. I yeah. think you're much more comfortable. I think you're much more well-known. Um, com- I really do. I, comfort's I, a
0: big part. I did a, a podcast this week with um, uh, somebody else. I was on someone else's podcast, which I don't normally do, but this person really grabbed my attention. And, mm-hmm. you know, she asked me the first question and i was like there's a feeling inside like you just like i'm like i could talk about this forever if i had to
1: mm-hmm. and
0: and and try to make it interesting and entertaining you you know mm-hmm. like that that really is what lacks like it's funny i i know other people who have you know diabetes they put up diabetes content i know they listen to the show because i put up a topic and then 4 days later i watch them put the topic up mm-hmm. and they and so i i realize it's being listened to but they have no real, um, they're not, substance. They're, it, they're not, I don't know if they don't have substance or not. I don't listen to their podcast, but what I do know is, is that they don't have the reach. And, mm-hmm. and right. if it was as easy as saying, "Well, just do it the way that guy does it, then they would. But I don't think it's that easy. So I do give myself credit for that part of mm-hmm. it. I do think there's something about this whole mix of me and my ideas. Ooh, hold on. <clears throat> yeah. Excuse me. Me and my ideas and how I go about things it does coalesce well. Um, yes, but I couldn't. You have a tell gift. You, why.
1: you have a I'm gift. to reach people, to be entertaining, to be. Um, I don't want to say deep, for lack of a better word, but you you, you can touch people. You can in a good way. <laughs>
0: my pop, my pop psychology is fun. What do you think of that? Yes. <laughs> so and
1: we, I don't want to say we're for. I don't want to say we're fortunate enough because obviously it's your situation and Arden's diagnosis that brought you to to channel it to this. I think you could have been successful whatever your topic would have been, whatever your thing would have been. You could do this with anything. It just we you're making me think. Benefit from it.
0: You're nice. You're making me think I should start a new girl podcast. (laughs) Joe, you know. Let me tell you, Joe. You know, I have
1: heard you say I would listen to it because I love that show. (laughs) But I have heard you say. That, you know, you hope people listen, learn, like absorb and, you know, not purposely move on, but, you know, you're here for the people that need to take the tools and the information and go. I took the tools and the information and we, Joseph is better for it a hundred times over, but I don't want to go because I consider this, I consider this part of his treatment. I consider this like if I want to know what's coming up, what the cutting edge, or what might be happening. This is where I go. Right. I don't go to the news. I don't go to the website. I don't go to because your content is interesting. Your content is relevant. It's timely. I, it's
0: it's evergreen. It is sometimes. It Joe, is.
1: Joe, it is. Joe, do
0: you listen to this? I do. Oh well, thank you.
1: Excellent. It took a yeah. long time it took to you a get. Long time. Yeah, that, well,
0: I mean. <laughs> like <laughs> that i understand
1: <laughs> yeah it
0: took a little while but i do so i want to talk about um joe when you and i talked on the phone would you like to play some golf in orlando florida and support a wonderful type 1 diabetes organization you can do that Go to touchedbytype1.org and register now for the Golfing for Diabetes. They're calling it Golfing for Diabetes, but 4 is F-O-R-E. You get it. It's punny. Listen, they're a great diabetes organization. I don't know who wrote that pun. It's not up to me. You understand what I'm saying? doesn't matter. You want to play golf. You're in the Orlando area. You want to support type 1 diabetes. This is pretty much a slam dunk for you. Touched by type1.org. You like that? A little dreamy music, and we're going to talk about Omnipod. Omnipod makes a tubeless insulin pump. It's actually the very same tubeless insulin pump that my daughter's been wearing since she was four years old. She is almost 18, so that's a very long time. That's how you do math around here. That's a very, very long time. And really, it is, because you wear an Omnipod every day. My daughter has had one on every day since she was four. It has been nothing but a friend to us in this trip. Why do you care? Well, maybe you're on injections, and you'd like to have a little finer control over your boluses or your basal insulin. That you could definitely do with the Omnipod. Maybe you're trying to decide between pumps right now. You can't figure out which one's the one for you. Well, that makes sense too. I don't want you jumping into something that you don't want. How can you be sure? Well, you could take advantage of Omnipod's free 30-day trial of the Omnipod Dash. To find out if you're eligible for that free 30-day trial, all you have to do is go to omnipod.com forward slash juice If you're eligible, you're using the Omnipod Dash for free for 30 days. That should give you plenty of time to decide if you want to keep going or not. And if you don't want to keep going, Omnipod's not going to hassle you. We'll say, hey, thanks for giving it a shot. But if you want to, it's very simple to continue on. Now, why would I choose the Omnipod over other pumps? Well, you've probably heard me talk about on the podcast a number of times. Chief among those reasons, there's no tubing. Omnipod is a tubeless device. So, yes, you have a controller where you tell it, I would like to put in 10 carbs worth of insulin, please. But that thing is not attached to the user. So there's no, um, like, infusion set followed by a big, long tube that goes to a controller that holds the insulin. You have to clip to your belt or your pocket or I don't know where you would clip it, probably stick it in your pants. I don't know. You do whatever you want with it, I guess. But with an Omnipod, you don't have to worry about that. You understand that? That's not attached to you. You just have this little pod, it's just stuck on. You can see it at the website omnipod.com forward slash juicebox. Just head over now and take a look. You can bathe, run around like a lunatic, swim, jump in the ocean, jump in a river, jump in a lake. I guess you could jump out of a plane. Uh, you can do all these things with an omnipod on, and you're not going to get your tubing caught or anything, and you don't have to disconnect to go in the water. It's a big deal. Omnipod.com forward slash juicebox. Just go check it out. And see what you think. Now, you may be thinking, Scott, you know what? I'm not going to get the Omnipod Dash right now because I'm really looking forward to the Omnipod 5. It's just been announced. It's going to come out soon. That's what I want. I want that algorithm pumping. I want that sweet, sweet algorithm pumping, and that's what I'm waiting for. You don't have to do that because with the Omnipod Promise, you remember I mentioned the Omnipod Promise at the beginning of the episode. I told you I was going to tell you more about it, and now here we are. The Omnipod Promise says this. Super simple. You can upgrade to Omnipod's latest technologies for no additional cost as soon as they are available to you and covered by your insurance. Terms and conditions apply, but you can find out all those details at Omnipod.com forward slash box. So there's no reason not to get that dash now, even if you want the Omnipod 5 later. For full safety, risk information, free trial terms, Omnipod promise terms, all you have to do to find out those terms and conditions is go to Omnipod.com forward slash juice box and now we get back to joe and his mommy which time well the very first time okay so was it overwhelming or did things make sense like i i'm trying to understand like get come at it from my point for a second i don't really know you right i know your mom Mm -hmm. like we've just gone over who your mom is you know big picture that's my that's my image of her There's a little bit of me is like, oh god, this woman's gonna make her son get on the phone with me, you you know, like so, you know, you get on, and in my heart, what I'm thinking is, there's no way he wants to be doing this. Like that's my first thought. I mean,
2: I didn't want to to. You you could say I didn't want to for the sheer fact of like out of just laziness, but the fact that she was like this could help you with diabetes, I was so fed up with it to the point where like there would be instances where I'm just like you know what? I don't need insulin. I'm not doing this. And I would just like, I would just leave my blood sugar the way it was because I was just so fed up with like, like how bad I felt physically, just how it would do its worst at the most inconvenient times. So, yes, it was weird, but at the same time, I was like, you know what? If this can help, fine, because I'm kind of done. Like, I just didn't want to deal with it anymore. I got you.
0: I like it when people say this stuff always happens at the most inconvenient times, because I think when would be convenient for your insulin <laughs> pump to oddly just stop working right or when you're laying in bed with zero plans doing absolutely nothing for the next two days and that doesn't that's not well please (laughs) i think the truth is is how often does that i guess if you're young it happens more often but
1: yeah
0: i have not your mom and i are like wait that happens to people
1: (laughs) yeah exactly
0: (laughs) um so so when when we get off that call how did you feel leaving the call did you feel hopeful or did you a little bit yeah yeah because Granted, I think I was at the
2: point where I was where I thought nothing was really going to help me and I kind of just had to live with this. But when you said, like, this works, my daughter's dying, and I would hear you on my mom would show me on the other podcast, you talk about Arden's numbers. And it helped a lot um, hearing the podcast you did with Arden because I just liked hearing her perspective because okay. I can see a lot of similarities in the way that her and I think.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, her episode is but, her episode almost a Immediately became the most popular one that's been up in years.
1: Really? Oh, that's I, funny. I, I can it, believe
0: that. It, it blew past like the numbers. Like, usually, Dexcom um, news, like when Kevin mm-hmm. comes on, those are usually the ones that reach out beyond my sphere. So I see them, mm-hmm. I see them download beyond what a popular episode usually does. And Arden's jumped right past those. That's cool. Yeah. It's, and so you, that's interesting. So you feel a lot the way she described. Yeah, like I could relate a lot to what she said. Okay. Yeah, I I think e- yeah I, I had her <laughs> on because I in my heart I think that's how most people think about it and kids and I think it's, I mean adults and kids and with diabetes and I think that it would be really difficult for a parent who's coming from a different perspective and has different goals and desires and loves you in a different way than you love yourself. Like, I think that they needed to hear that. And part of why I waited so long to put Arden on the podcast is I was waiting for her to get into a spot in her life where I thought she would be really articulate about it. Right. You, you know, um, yeah, I, I just think that it's it it's not. I don't know, like, you know, some people, their lives look on Instagram. You, you can't yeah. you can't pretend that that's really what life is. Mm
2: -hmm. You know, I don't have
0: Instagram because I think it's dumb, (laughs) (laughs) but, but, you know, like that, you know, everybody puts their best foot forward, you know, mostly and their expectations are big. And I think sometimes around health, a parent can say, well, I've put all this effort into it. I want this kid to be really healthy. We are accomplishing that the kids just going to keep doing it. And I can't Mm -hmm. even tell you if Arden's going to keep doing it. Like we're leaving for a couple of days now. And this is Mm -hmm. our first time. Arden's going to live in this house by herself for Mm -hmm. almost four full days. Right. And I tried to walk into her room last night. I said, hey, I need to explain something to you Uh, for while we're gone. And within 30 seconds, she was not listening to me. Mm-hmm. And there is a little voice in your head that goes, "You know, other people would pay for this conversation <laughs> and i don't okay. say that i don't say that out loud. I just said, "Hey, right. Arn, this is really important. you know like right. i we've been transferring power away more quickly over the last year and even more mm-hmm. so over the last three months and i've let her make mistakes, and i've let her live right. with higher blood sugars and <laughs> you know um and so that she could have experiences i 'll tell you one recently she had a a, a site that wasn't good. And I said to her, "Arden, I think your sight's bad." And she said, "No, it's my period." And I went, "Okay, mm-hmm. I think it's the site. Right. And after but about you have a- to let them. Yep. Mm-hmm. About after eighteen hours, I get a text from her. I'm peeing a lot,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I was like, "Yeah, your blood sugar's high."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And she's like, "Well, that's because of my period." I said, "That's because the site is bad."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so I let it go about ten more hours, and you know, and I'm you know, her blood sugar was very stuck in the one fifties like, you know, in that range, which I know and you for, must have been. Crawling. Well, I know some people are <laughs> like, wow, 150. Shut up, idiot. But, you know, <laughs> I'm I'm a person I look at a 120 and I'm like, why are we not doing something about this? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so um, I went into her and I said, OK, hey, I'm like, that's enough. Now I'm going to insert some, you know, some privilege here. We're going to change mm-hmm. your we're going to change your site. So I changed her pump. I injected, uh, I made a bolus through an injection and I said, I'm going to have your blood sugar down in about an hour and a half. It's going to get stable. I said, we're probably going to have to catch it on the other side because you've been high for a while. So I used a, a fair amount of insulin here and um, then the peeing's is going to stop. Mm-hmm. And then that all happened. And even at that, a day later, when I tried to tell her something about while we were going, she was like, oh, buddy, leave me alone. <laughs> right <laughs> so that's human nature
1: and you know what that's the biggest struggle I found that the biggest struggle with Joseph because it's not just diabetes it's life with a teenager it's it's you know you're you're doing making those decisions with everything else they're doing their homework their you know their rules they're going out and that's where we got to the point that like when he first spoke with you you know I yeah he I totally agree he was ready he felt all the those feelings and was ready to do this but it dwindled away a little bit because i wasn't he wasn't in a place where he was finally ready to say holy crap i really have to take a a hold of this joe talk about that
0: would you please like you you had like a reckoning and then you uh, were just like "Eh, forget it right
1: joseph you mean
0: yeah yeah joe tell me tell me about that you mean like when i you're asking when I realized, like, what what I felt when I realized that I need to take care of this? This time right here to me is the whole episode. That's why I had you on. So you, mm-hmm. you so you came on the, you, you know, you we talked, you understood suddenly things, but that didn't make you put them into practice. Is that right? No, it, it no, definitely not. It had
2: to become routine and it had to become something because I, I knew one way for so many years. Mm-hmm. I was just like, do this. I'm alive. Okay and then um, this is this was not long ago um i listened to one of your episodes i don't remember which one and i like ran into the kitchen no i got home from work and
1: mm-hmm.
2: i ran into the house i was like mom i can have seizures and she was like
1: yes he had no cl- and th- was that just, was that was yeah. right after we we finally came to a blow up um, and I don't even know if he remembers this was the time I know it was that like the pivoting moment where we changed, he changed. We just, I had my typical meltdowns and breakdowns and fights and this, and I just lost it one night. And, um, because yeah, our
2: relationship was not at, not at all during this now mm-hmm.
1: because all I felt like all I was to him was a mother nagging about diabetes. Yeah. And as much as I tried, it was just always an issue because it wasn't controlled and then I got to the point that I was obsessed like if I tell you obsessed uh, I used to think to myself like what would I to, what would I be doing all this time if I didn't have to and I didn't want him to know that because I didn't want him to think feel bad but you know like if I didn't have to worry about this and read things about diabetes and listen to pop what would I listen to well I just felt like it was all consuming. Mm. Um, who, and when, who am as I I he was
0: without this,
1: right. Right. And what, right. Am I what, would, what would my life have been if I didn't do this the last 10 years? Yeah. And I don't mean that in, a, in a negative way towards him. I would do anything for you. You know, you do anything for your kids, no matter what, what they had or what they had to go through. Um, but I just felt like we were spinning our wheels and I, and I felt like we have to get to a point that he gets this. So we don't have to think about this all the time. Like I would hear And then it got to the point that, and this was definitely on me. This wasn't anything he was intentionally doing where I would listen to the podcast. And, and it was almost like everyone, it seemed like everybody was getting it, but us, or I couldn't relay the information enough to him to make him care. So then I was getting to the point that I was like, well, I don't even want to hear these happy stories because this is making me sad that we we're not there yet. What's going to get us there. Mm. I don't want to fight about this. And, um, we just, I had a one night, I, I remember saying to him, "Your di I can remember saying, your diabetes is going to kill me before it kills you. And it was just because I never when he was little, you know, I didn't at 10 tell him, you know, you could lose your foot one day if you don't, because I couldn't even control. I didn't know. I, I didn't
0: understand it even that well. Right. And nope. I just
1: wasn't my Mike, I'm not going to tell this as he gets older, he learned and new things. But I never made it a point to say, Oh, and did you know, this could happen too, to you? If, you know, I didn't want to threatening let me
0: jump in here joe joe when, jo, when she says that to you is that one of the first times in your life you see your mom as a person and not your mom yeah
2: definitely when she said that i i i don't remember exactly what i felt but i knew i was damn i was like i got a thing like that that's not right
0: was it a guilty feeling or a or yeah a lo- or a loving feeling both yeah. because
2: i always tell her like but I always did tell her like you need to let me take the reins a little bit and granted I get why she didn't me because I didn't know nearly as much as I do now or what she knew mm-hmm. like I said I didn't even know I have a seizure I heard you say Arden had a seizure once and I was like what
0: did you wonder like uh,
2: what else could happen
0: to me that I don't know was... about <laughs> yeah. no joke yeah. that's
1: what that's what between the fight we had and that because that's when he started listening what happened was after our fight we kind of had a come to Jesus moment. And um, we started, I said to him, okay, this is what we're going to do. If you're good with it, um, I'll give you two episodes a week and I'll listen to it again too. And we started with the pro tips and when you're through with it, we'll talk about it. And we did that. And that's how we did it. And he totally, and then when he shortly learned about the seizure, I remember saying to him, you telling me that's all I had to tell you like four years ago and this would have all been probably, like, probably
0: probably I, yeah, probably not he just would have found a no. different way to ignore you if that's all right yeah
1: you're right well think of one because he not, still ignores me but. yeah
0: oh please well you don't know how to text why would I listen to you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. But, but, but imagine the dynamic that gets set up right you're a person you're not a you're not a, a professional diabetes person and suddenly your kid has diabetes he doesn't know what he's talking about you don't know what you're talking about. No. You do a division of labor where your husband's like, "All right, you can do that. I'll go make money." And, mm-hmm. you know, your daughter, I'm assuming somewhere is like, "Uh, nobody's even paying attention to me anymore." Oh, please. That's another part of it. Yeah, so there's all this happening, and then it's not easy. And it's not intuitive, right. and it doesn't go the way they tell you it's going to go, and no. it brings in all of these interpersonal and psychological issues doctors mm-hmm. don't talk about them at all. Like once in a no. while they'll say to you, "You should see a therapist." You ever has anyone ever told you at a doctor's office?
1: Who, me or yeah,
0: Joseph? Yeah, either of you. Have you ever heard that? Um, they just no. recommend therapy. <laughs> did that?
1: No. Yeah, but truthfully, you, I sought that out on my own because I knew I needed to. Yeah. I knew I was getting to the point that I'm. I was just like, this isn't healthy. You it's know, good for me. And and then I got to the point that I'm like, if something happens to me. He's screwed. Like you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, they, well, I, really, he's not screwed. He has to start over. Uh, you, you there's a if that were to happen let's just say you get hit by a train and you're right. go, and you're gone right prior to this right. happening his health declines and with some luck he figures it out on his own and does or he doesn't like that's sort of just the way it is like you know for every person who comes on here and tells that good story i try to have someone come on and tell the other story so that right. you realize that probably more people i'm going to guess many more people than not are not mm-hmm. doing well managing insulin and the, right. with their diabetes and, right. and that that really could be your, your lot. If you don't mm-hmm. understand these things uh, to right. me, to me though, the, the worst part of the whole conversation is just, it, it's that it's that feeling like the, the dynamic between the two of you had disintegrated and you were, yes. you were going to build an adult relationship where that, that kid was not going to call you very much after he moved out. Mm-hmm. You, you got you, this, this almost kind of like dissolved your mother son relationship. Is it right. better now? I yeah. think so. Oh, you both? I think so. Good. Well he said yes too. And knows, <laughs> maybe he just wants you to pay for college, or maybe yeah, really, exactly. or maybe he really means it. Let's find no, out. I've... Joe, how's He's it changed? almost done? It's almost done. How did it how's it changed for you? How has the
2: dynamic changed? Yeah. In a sense, I think it's brought us closer together because we've never had to work on something together as hard as we have with diabetes. But like and no one else and this is no one's fault. It's just like no one really took the reins except her. Mm-hmm. Like my sister knows about it. My dad knows about it. Obviously, they both know I'm diabetic, but like, but like the only <laughs> it's <stop> out there. <laughs> Almost. Yeah. <laughs> like every once in a while, I'll get a text from my sister because I have all three of them on the app for the Dexcom.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Every once in a while, I get a text from my sister and she's like, you good? And I could be like 42. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hey, I have plans this weekend. Don't die. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like that. But um
1: his friends text him more my friends when text something's me a lot. wrong.
0: Do you have do you have friends following you?
1: Oh, yeah, I have a hysterical. bunch of them.
0: It's really fun. It's really funny. Ah, it's nice. You guys started like a little social group around your blood sugar? Yeah, we did. It's really cute. <laughs> um it so, started
1: when he was on the track team in high school. Um
0: wait,
2: that's another thing. Sorry.
0: Yeah, go ahead. Go that's ahead. another thing. What?
2: No, that's just another thing about it. Cause I played sports like since I was in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. And they'd people, my like my, <laughs> my teammates would look at me and be like, you're really pale, dude. And I'd be like, oh, really? And then I remember in middle school, the nurse used to have to come out at like three o'clock and be like, Joseph, check your blood sugar. And then she'd give me like milk and a graham cracker. And then I'd have to go run a mile and I'd puke.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That sounds horrible.
2: It's just a weird balance, but it was. I was just another way. Like as I got into high school and everything, it was another reason to find balance in it and like find what worked because I had to perform. Like I was expected to perform a certain way and participate in my team, so I had to figure it out.
0: Isn't it terrible that it has to devolve before? Like I mean, it seems like a rule. Like some people don't. Some people find. I mean, technology is definitely helpful. The podcast is pretty readily available and it's popular, so people can find it sooner. But you they, mm-hmm. that you guys had to basically go to like a a point where you're like, well, we're all going to just die here if we don't do right. something. Like that sucks that it. Like has you to-
1: had to almost break before. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, that's
1: things the part got that
0: as you're talking, like the part of my brain that wonders how to make the podcast better. Like that's the part I'm thinking about right now. Like how do you how do you stop people from having to have these these experiences before they can have better experiences you know like how do you how do you it's just the. it's and it's even the way our healthcare system works right like we're not going to help you yeah we're not going to help you not get cancer but we'll definitely help you after you get it and like that kind of stuff so gotta start
1: a diagnosis yeah it's just i don't know
0: i agree i just i mean i have doctors on and i talk to them and i have private conversations and i still don't know what the answer is because well, it, it's too big of a picture, and everybody can't. Like Joe, how well did I do in an hour of bringing you up to speed? It helped me understand a lot more than doctors did. That's for sure. Yeah, I don't know why you like, couldn't do that a couple times a year with somebody.
1: You said more in an hour than his his doctor told him in eight years.
0: For hmm. me, it just shouldn't be that way. No, it, you know, and I don't, and it doesn't need to be. Like, I mean, I mean, all joking aside there's nothing that special about me. Like somebody else could figure out how to do this. You, you know what I mean? Like, or try mm-hmm. or, or want to do it. Like maybe that's the difference. Maybe there are people- But not who,
1: deliberate in the way you deliver it. Well,
0: I'm amazing, but that's not the point. The point is that <laughs> like, other people could do it in their own way and that that might be reasonable as well. And I'm sure there are people who are, but obviously there's something about scope and reach that's lacking. Right, right. Right? And that's, that's why just the podcast format just works. Mm-hmm because I have can, to tell you yeah.
1: once we found the podcast like I said you know his doctor still gave the same advice still you know once his a1c started coming down he was like oh you're doing really good never asked why never asked how never you know showed an interest or why didn't you, you do did anything you? different and at that point yeah Joseph liked him I liked him and it was kind of like look he gives us a prescriptions when we need it We go to get checked, but we've got the podcast. So let's do the both of it. You know, like we're good. I'm not going to find like, you know, he was still Joseph's turning 19 next week. I'm like, you're going to need a new and he was a pediatric and I'm like, you're going to need a new one soon anyway, which we actually found. That's a funny story. I have to tell you that. Um, so we just kept going because I was like, well, he's not a bad guy and he doesn't bother us and he's happy. We're happy, you know, it was like, yeah,
0: you're, you're okay, just those,
1: let's just keep going.
0: Yeah, you turn into those Madagascar penguins. You just smile and wave.
1: Exactly, That's exactly <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> Thanks a lot
0: for coming. No, oh, no, I love it. Thanks for you. Oh, that thing you said earlier about moving my sight over an inch. That was very helpful. Thank you. Yeah,
1: uh, like he didn't. It was, think- like he, he, it was like he was a robot every time we went in.
0: Do you think that doctor is somewhere right now, thinking I did a really good job with that joke kid?
1: Yeah, he's probably thinking, "Where is that joke kid? I haven't seen him in a year
0: because <laughs> we left." No, but you know what I mean. Like, I wonder if, like, you left and he thought, ah, "What I said really worked." Yeah, yeah. You know? who knows? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "I did it. <laughs> I did it." Just, like, he just goes home to his wife. He's like, "Lay down." I'm victorious. <laughs>
1: I'm <old>. all. <laughs> I saved a young man
0: today. I told you I'm God. Uh, hey. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I wonder how much of that complex that they talk about with doctors. Like, I wonder how much it reinforces them. Because I take your point. If it was me, I'd run the A1C and come in the room and go, "Hey, what hey. happened? Wait, hey. <laughs> What'd you guys do? Y- you know, uh, Scott, you'd be a great endo." <laughs> <laughs> Be, we would just curse for 10 minutes and talk about getting your basil right, and I'd get you the hell out of there. That'd be a, nothing. You think that would be okay if I, you know, how much more kids would love their endos if they just sat <laughs> once in a while during the, show. <laughs> sure,
1: they're real. Yeah, 100%. It's true. 100%. You be guys,
0: relatable. Be like, you know, I went to my doctor's today. And said That's some, what he said. He said some crazy stuff about 4chan and then asked me <laughs> something and like um like <laughs> and I don't by the way I should back up right now. I don't use 4chan or 8chan or I don't even understand what that is. I just <laughs> I reached for something crazy on the internet out of my brain just now. So um <laughs> oh, meanwhile like, you
1: gonna get emails?
0: All, all the conspiracy people who listen to the podcast for a brief second were like I knew he was on well, board. I knew he was. On <laughs> <laughs> and now they're and now they're like oh damn it. Um but yeah, I, there's something about, I, I just, listen, you guys can probably appreciate this more than people, or Marilyn, you at the very least, um, I just, I'm 50 years old, and when I was in high school, the talk of the town was that a man from New York named Howard Stern was coming on the radio, and we just all started listening,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and what I took from it more than anything was, is that he had my attention, mm-hmm. and he, and, and if something wasn't in his mind entertaining, it got the kibosh real quick. They mm-hmm. put a stop right. to it, right? Like It didn't work. And yeah. I think about that. Like even in this conversation with you, like, Marilyn, I know I have to run you over a little bit because you're you're going to get going on a, a thought. And if I don't stop you, you'll just talk for an hour,
1: mm-hmm. right? And,
0: that's, and there's nothing wrong with that. I want you to talk. But you're also from the East Coast, so you don't mind when I run you over. You go, oh, okay, it's his turn to talk now. And you right, just, right. just like, kind of back out of it a little bit that only happens when the voice in my head goes move on Mm -hmm. and i have that voice constantly while i'm talking Mm -hmm. like that's enough information we understand move on go make it interesting Mm -hmm. keep it going say something else that's valuable Mm -hmm. Like, like so my brain works that way when i'm recording the show Um, And I know that most people who don't know Howard Stern just think, oh, God, I'm listening to a podcast about diabetes from a guy who loves a podcast or loves a radio show that, you know, where they degrade women. But um, (laughs) the the world has changed significantly. And I've gotten to watch a real progression of that of that man and his broadcasting skills.
1: Oh, absolutely. Right.
0: And and I've learned a lot from that. So like it or not, if you like this podcast and it's helping you. Mm-hmm. in some small way, you can thank Howard Stern. Thank him. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and I just, to me, that's it. Like, how are you going to sit and listen to something so dry and boring and technical? You're not. No. And it's not going to make any sense to you either.
1: I have to tell you, when I said, like, when I initially searched you and I said there were a few, back then there were a few ahead of you in the search, I gave it a try. And I'm not even kidding you, Two, th- maybe it's just the way I am too. two, three minutes. I'm like out. Like, if I don't get that initial grant and that initial, it's not going to happen.
0: Oh, I have that feeling. I turn podcasts on and I can't get through the intro sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like Oh no. God, is it going to be like this? You know, like right. <laughs> all super serious and no personality. And, um, it, it, listen, I, one of the nicest things I can tell you <clears throat> is that if an actor comes on the Stern show to talk about a movie, he'll interview them for two hours. They'll never mention the movie at all. And yes. when it's over, I feel like, oh, I should see that movie. Right,
1: right, because you learn, right.
0: Right, and so most people don't understand that. Most people are real ham-fisted and they just, they push things forward and slam you in the face with it and think that that's the way to get somebody to to do something, but I'm-
1: Because he knows the questions to, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm making a podcast where I want you to, I want you to understand how to use your basal insulin and I want you to pre-bolus and understand the impacts of your foods and boring stuff that when people start talking about it, you go, oh, my brain doesn't care about this. I don't care about this. This, right. is, a world where, this is a world where you could pick up your phone and choose between a dozen different services that will pump music or video into your face. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna have what a dry conversation about the glycemic index, and right. you're and you're gonna listen crickets. Yeah. You just you just heard and the, that, you just heard your son say he thought he was okay, right? You, you know, like why
1: would I listen to that? I'm okay. In a way, that's what was frustrating too. Like I, <clears throat> excuse me, when we when I first started listening, I knew Joseph would love your sense of humor. I knew. Once he heard you, he'd be hooked. Like, I knew it. So i was just with getting people. him to. Huge. But he he had to be read. He had to. And I have to say, like, I don't want. I hope this doesn't come off as, you know, Joseph and I fought all growing up. Like, he he was an amazing kid when it came to diabetes. He never, ever gave me. If I said, we're going to try it this way. We're gonna, he was the most. He really was easygoing. Did whatever. The only thing, like I said, he didn't want to pump. And that's how I felt like, this kid gives me no grief with this. He was handed this at nine. I'm going to force that on him. He And I'm blessed that he, as he got older, he was athletic and he cares about his health and he eats right and he works out. And Mm -hmm. to me, that's, it's almost like, oh my God, I'm going to have to worry about that part of it. You know, so he really, it's made him an amazing, I mean, don't get me wrong. He's still a typical 18 year old that I could-
0: she just can't let you have it, man. She's got. No, I can't. Nah, Given with one hand and
1: taken with the other, right away. But, it's a very Catholic move,
0: Marilyn. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gage just guilt him and then hit him and then
1: smile at him. But I he, don't like it, him. I do believe it's <laughs> it's made him mature beyond his. Like it really did give him a part of his life that I think even he would say he wouldn't be this way without the diabetes. Oh yeah,
0: no doubt. I believe that. I he, think Arden's who she is because of it too, in a good way. I, but there are plenty yeah. of people. Who, are are hurt by it too right yeah go ahead joe i'm sorry Um, no it's just like it makes you think
2: differently as you grow up because i had diabetes so early to the point where like i had diabetes through the transition of like become of being a kid and becoming a teenager and becoming like a young adult Mm -hmm. so like if i'm out now and like people are like oh yeah like take a beer take this take that i'm like i don't want my blood sugar to go up no like i just don't care <laughs> I like, don't drink ever because I'm just
0: like I don't want bolus for this. It's gross. Like and I'm gonna go to 250 in half an hour. I was yeah. like, I'm not doing it. Well, and talk about that and feel badly. Like when did you realize that you didn't feel well? As far as what? Like when did like at what point in, in your in your recent history did your blood sugars get regulated to the point where you're like, oh god, I didn't feel good before this?
2: Oh, I would be like I just I saw the amount of energy I had, and I saw like how workouts changed. And even when I started like gaining better control, I got better at the sports that I played because my body was functioning the way it was supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, probably when I started getting an actual grip on it, I was like, "Wow, I, I'm 150 right now, and I feel like I'm 250. Like I'm dizzy, my head hurts. I'd feel. Uh, I, I've always been able to tell when I'm low. I could tell when I'm 100. Like it's, it's, I, I just know when I'm dropping.
0: You can feel the fall.
2: But yeah, okay. I, I feel every fault I have. Okay, it's
0: um, like a spider sense. It's weird. <laughs> it's happening. You, you, know.
1: you wish. <laughs> I yeah. wish. Oh my yeah. God, can you imagine
0: being Spider Man? Amazing. Because uh, so, you could get the hell off a of Long Island without <laughs> being on that. Yeah, right. Way. Oh, that would be that'd be brilliant. That's really that's what I would wish for if I was both of you. <laughs> a way <laughs> to fly over that road. Um, well, so Joe, what what do you think? I mean, tell me about an average day now. Is your mom very involved anymore with your diabetes?
2: Um, It's yeah, she's definitely involved. And if like something goes wrong, um, not that it's like drastic, but excuse me, if I have a if I have a rise or I drop, I'm like, oh, all right, Ma, I did this. Like, what do you think? And then she's like, OK, I was definitely timing like tomorrow. Try the same thing and do this. And I'm like, OK, and then we do it the next day. And but more often than not,
0: it works. Yeah. How long did it take you to trust that it was going to work?
2: Um, the more I listened to your show, the more I thought it was gonna work because everyone seemed to have good results with it. So I was like, all right, this has to this has to do something.
0: <laughs> yeah. That the um uh, the fear part is it's huge for some people. And some people oh, yeah. just know some people can just look at it and go, all right, I mean, if it's gonna work, it's gonna work. Yeah, you, you know, and like Arden's a great example. You could tell from her interview that, you know, she just believes in what we do. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the idea that she's gonna have like a big problem doesn't even really occur to her right which which that that kind of comfort lets her do things that other people would be freaked out by yeah you know what i mean hold on i'm telling her to add carbs to her last meal sorry um yeah and by the way arden's blood sugar is 142 right now she had eggs bacon and a piece of toast
2: i was just 142 were you I think I'm higher now because I, I had a fat right. So I'm a bit higher than I'd like to be right now, but I have a bunch of insulin on board. So I'm good. Yeah. You're, um, what do I
0: tell you? I was, <laughs> <laughs> she just let you guys. I'm sorry. No, no, no. She's gonna do it right now, yeah, Scott, yeah, yeah. on the podcast. The
1: extended bolus is your friend.
0: Do you think? Yeah. She's, do you think she's sending you a very long text right now behind your back? Yeah, she's typing no, it no, out, again to you.
1: No, I'm not because my cell phone is far away from my laptop.
0: Oh, so the. I don't even cell know cell
1: what you are right now.
0: Good. Okay, good. Don't look. How does that? Um, make... Yeah. Do you have um, anxiety around that? Not knowing what his blood sugar is. Me? Yeah.
1: I would have um, six months ago. There are days now. And that's why that's how I know things are better. I mean, obviously, number one, I know things are better um, through his A1C and just the way he controls it. But I find it work, I can go through and all of a sudden think, oh, my God, I haven't even checked. I don't even think the alarm went off. Like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. Or he'll text me and be like, I'm catching it. And then I'll look and be like, well, oh, what's happening? <laughs> Where it- I used to look at that thing yeah. oh, all the time. Constantly. Is it so, fair to
0: say uh, I've improved your sex life?
1: um is not a no. conversation we need to have no on hold this? on <laughs> Joe let's are 20... you talking to me or
0: Joseph no, Joe I just want to dig into your mom's sex life for a second while you're listening
1: <laughs> I mean like... no I probably have to get my husband to listen to the podcast that's another story <laughs> so that's an interesting yeah I'm gonna gross him out he's not gonna wanna I
0: know this. I was just teasing I just had to say something to make him like panic for a second He's like right that now. was the
2: most alert I've been all day. So.
0: <laughs> I have to go. I have to go. Um, it's still super early, dude. <laughs> what's it What's it like?
1: Is there uh, any time that that would be good, Joseph?
0: Yeah. What time no. of the day should we get back together and discuss whether or not your mom and dad's sex life is picked up after your- I'm And I'm not, not in here? the room. <laughs>
1: I am a happier person. I'll give you that.
0: Good. I'm glad. That's excellent. Yeah. No, uh,
1: I, I I think I. Ha- I know I have become a much better person with wow. this amount of stress left from yeah. my life, gone from my life. And Joe, is I they- and I still worry about him. We're still working on, he's, he's good. I just hit him last week with them because now I have this, now that he's in a space where he's in a better place. The other day I said to him, Joseph, you know what looping is, right? <laughs> and he was like, what? I'm like, you got to listen to this episode. And I sent him the one with Katie um, Yeah, because I'm, um, now that he's in, I, I I wanted to try the DIY loop, but I knew I didn't have enough confidence in myself to do it a year ago. And mm-hmm. I knew he wasn't in a place that I, I'm like this. We have to start at step one first. Let's get this under control. Well, but I do feel he's at that place now. Like we both can't wait for Omnipod five to come out.
0: Oh, well, it'll it'll be before you know it. Now, but um, Joe, are you in? Are you still in high school? Or are you in college now?
2: I'm in my. Last year, of college. In Your last year of college. But I'm only in a, uh, I'm in a two year program. So,
0: oh, oh, okay, all right.
2: And, and what? <laughs> yeah, kinda... It hasn't been four years. I was no. like,
0: I was like, hold on, he's a genius. He started college. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no, Do you know what it <laughs>
1: took to get him to go to a two year college?
0: If you saw my grades, you would not. <laughs> I would not think yeah, you're a no. genius. Well, wh- wh- what are you planning on doing after you finish the uh, the associates?
2: Right now, I'm an intro mechanic at a dealership. Um, so probably stick there for a little while see if I can move up and become an actual, um, tech.
0: And but then, uh, I'm sorry. No, 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 Go ahead. <laughs> no, Joe, Joe,
2: you can talk for yourself. Go ahead. You keep talking. <laughs> no, I was just, that was basically it to see if I can move up. And then i i I love trades and I want to learn like as much as possible.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, um, whether it be, uh, go back to school for like a welding job or, Stay a mechanic and move to different shops, just see what else is out there for me.
0: Did you hear the After Dark episode recently with Mike, who was an auto mechanic by I me? Mean, he, he got uh, diabetes over 30. I had him. His his um his uh you know all of his complications got so bad that he had to stop working with his hands. Mm-hmm. So you, oh, I could never do that.
1: Yeah. I told you about that one, Joseph. He was the one that he he initially, that was an, an amazing episode because when I listened to his How We Eat episode. I would have never thought that was the same person yeah. to know the complications that he had. Um,
2: oh, you did tell me about
1: you, that one. Yes. You know who I said he was on before and he yeah. talked about how, yes. And I, I had said, listen to that one.
0: No, it, it's That was amazing. And yeah. that was. Cause when you listen to him in the, how we eat episode, you're, you're listening to the man who understands now and, right. th- and his life from that moment forward in the way it is. And then when he tells you about the previous parts of his life, and right. then, you know, to what we talked about earlier, like, you can't turn back time, you know, that idea of wasted time and wasted opportunities.
1: Yep. That's why I, I yeah. wanted Joseph to hear it. Yeah. I, but I, it was, I didn't even realize it was him until I started listening. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, why, this voice sounds, like, why do I know his voice? You know the and voice. then when I realized who he was, I was shocked. He, he has a very anything. specific voice. He really does. Yes, he does. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, But, okay. So, I mean, I'm not bringing it up to, like, I'm not trying to bug you out. I'm just, I, I just, it, it popped into my head. Like, you know, he's. He loved. He was a mechanic. He loved that. He, you know, used to work on uh, pianos. He loved that. And then he lost his dexterity. Lost a uh, half of both of his pinkies. Yeah. You know. So, um. But he. But it, and the reason I tie. I want to tie that all together, is because you said something earlier that that made me think of this. So, you talked about like, Joe's was a good kid, and he, you know, he got along with everything, and he didn't complain, and he did the things he was supposed to do, and doctors are telling you you're doing all right, and. The truth is, is that none of that really matters if it's not if it's not true on the number side. Do you know what I mean? Like Correct. if your if your variability isn't tight and your right. blood sugars aren't bouncing up and down and you're not spending a bunch of time with real high blood sugars or real low blood sugars, you can have as good of an attitude as you want. It, it, you're right. you're still your body's still being hurt. You, you know, and so I think sometimes we commingle the I have a good attitude with everything's going okay with health. And for some reason we give more credence to the part where like, Oh, we smile and it's fine. We're paying the mortgage. Then, Mm -hmm. then like, you know, my blood sugar was one eighty for seven hours yesterday. Mm -hmm. Right? Like there's, I, I don't, I don't know if it's because it's, it's easier to control that stuff. You know what I mean? Maybe like it's easier just to put a smile on your face than it is to figure out how to pre bolus. Right, I, but I don't see it that way. Like the way I see it is that those things that you do can lead to those other things you say actually, honestly being true, mm-hmm. instead of just wishful thinking or uh, blissful ignorance. Right. You know. So I, I and it's just not. I'm like, it's not easy, and it no. sucks, and I wish nobody had to do it. But since this is the situation, I mean, just put a little effort up front and save yourself countless hours and days and weeks of, of stress and anxiety. And Joe, is that working for you that way? Like, are you okay? Like if you moved out right now, would you be all right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's just, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's interesting. Like you're not sure, but you're confident that it would be.
2: No. Yeah. I I think I'd be pretty good because, you know, if I, if I need something, she's text away and she normally helps me just figure out what I could have done better. And like, how to prevent it for next time. And I like, I worked full time this entire summer. I was out eight to five every single day.
0: Yeah.
2: And you know, I had to learn how to work with it. Cause like I'm on, I was like I said, I'm a mechanic. I'm on my feet the entire day. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn how to reduce my basil and do well. Cause like, I was exerting energy and I was, you know, I had a lot of activity going on. So my blood sugar behaved differently and I would go back and forth with her and be like, okay, let's reduce your basil for, X amount of hours, and as soon as you eat, take this amount. Take less here. She just help me work it out. Yeah. So
0: that's great. great I think great. I could be okay. Marilyn, that's really wonderful that you're able to help him like that. I want to tell you all that one of uh, a memory that still endures for me is um, walking you through putting on your first pod through a video show. <laughs> it was <just> yeah. hilarious.
1: <laughs> you know, it's funny. You know what? You know, even that, not related to diabetes, but I remember him starting it. And he texted me and he was like, oh, Scott said he can do it this time. And I was at work and I was like, oh, but I'd want to be there. And 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 he told me that Scott was like, what are you for? Tell your mother you could do this yourself. And to me, I, I was like, you know what? He's right. Why am I hovering? Why am I like, yes, I want to be there for him. And but I was like, oh, yeah, I have to let him do more. And if he fails, he fails and he'll figure it out again. And <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. But the, I remember you telling that, and I'm like, oh, God, he's right. He's, he's even good with parenting things.
0: <laughs> well, it's hard not to take Joe seriously. His voice is deeper than mine. so Isn't
1: ridiculous? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, you know. Yeah, I just, yeah. it's,
0: I mean, listen, if he says something, Joe, by the way, that that's a real thing in life. Just say something in a commanding way, and people will listen.
1: He
2: does. Cool.
0: Yeah. Um, I, honestly, I think it's one of the unintended secrets and consequences of the podcast. Like, I think I have a voice that you... It makes you comfortable.
1: Yeah. You do have a very good book. Yes. Yeah.
0: So it's just, that's dumb luck. You know, because <laughs> I have turned on other things where the guy starts talking and you're like, yeah, I'm not listening to that. Oh, you, you, you know, like, <laughs> no, absolutely. I, I can't hear you squeak through <clears throat> the next hour of this.
1: I don't care how good
0: the content is. You <laughs> know?
1: That happened with one of the first diabetes podcasts I heard. And I it was a woman and I thought, nope, I can't
0: do this. <laughs> oh, gosh, I feel like I know who you're talking about.
1: <laughs> you might.
0: All right, is there anything that we haven't talked about that we should have?
1: Um,
0: uh, Joseph, do you have anything? Not, I think I pretty much covered everything. Feel good. If you listened to this and it was two other people, you'd be okay with this.
2: Yeah, I think yeah. so.
0: Sure. I think you do. I, yeah, I I'm think okay you with guys everything. did a good job. I think you guys did a good job too. I just I was interested. Was anybody ever nervous?
1: Um, I at one point I honestly was, I I knew what I wanted to express and why i wanted to come on mm-hmm. but i did have that feeling of like what in the world are we going to talk like what am i going to say what but i but no you have a way of uh, there was nothing to be nervous about good
0: oh i'm glad i'm very glad yeah. i oh. think everybody go ahead joe sorry
2: ma did you want to tell about the uh the new endo we saw
1: oh but uh, I, know, I know i just
2: know you were excited quick, about that so yeah
1: quickly um because Joseph sounds like a 32 year old man. We can't really see a pediatric endocrinologist much longer. And I know with this whole transition of him doing things, I wanted him to find an endo local because, you know, eventually I'm not going to be going with him anymore. To his visits, even though I still want to. Um, so I called around and I wanted to find someone who thinks the way you, Scott, mm-hmm. you, the way you think, and would be on board with us doing all this. So I made some calls, asked some references, found a guy local, um, interviewed his office manager as if I was interviewing him for a job and had a feeling like this guy might be a good fit, young guy. So we go for the first um, appointment and um, I failed to tell Joseph that he was having blood work done that day. So that didn't go over well. We were not having a good time in the waiting room, right, Joe? Yeah, um, I used
2: to be petrified in needles and then I got diabetes. So I kind of had to muscle through yeah. that. Yeah, Now they're just thinking. Not he
1: good. he was the kid. Our his pediatrician still says she he is the talk of like her dinners and her when she meets colleagues because he I could never tell him when we had a well visit or when he had a checkup cuz I literally would have to chase him in the house to get him into the car to <laughs> for a doctor's appointment. So you ever he, throw hands at a nurse? Oh, um, did I? Um did i ever hit no, anyone i don't think I hit no anyone. Janet punched the nurse for a strep test yeah
2: surprisingly the non-diabetic kid hit a, hit a doctor no but
1: he he had when he was little and i swear this is what did it he at 18 months he had a um, blocked tear duct that he had surgery on like a procedure and he had a um he was in the hospital for an hernia mm-hmm. and um Well, Joseph, I hope you don't mind. An undescended testicle when he was 18 months old. But he's fine
0: now. No, but your voice is fine. So it must be where it belongs.
1: Yeah, he's got (laughs) more So anyway, but I swear with that blood work and staying in the hospital and surgery and going in the afternoon, I swear subconsciously that did something to him. Because after that, to get him even to the pediatrician for a a shot, it would take the nurse, the doctor, me. It was a workout. I had brought him to for well visits without shoes on because I couldn't rest. He was a peanut but I could not get him. And he's the one that get. that's why his, his pediatrician will still say, of all the kids to get diagnosed with this, I remember when the blood work came back, it was like, no, not him. Not the he kid without the shoes. Knows. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Joe, never have kids. That, if, if that's not what you're hearing right now, I don't know what you're hearing.
1: <laughs> uh, right, he knows, he'll, he'll admit it.
0: Oh no, um, I, I was terrible. Yeah. But
2: now it's like, now when I'm putting on a pod, I'll like be looking at, my laptop or something and i'll miss the needle cap and i'll put it through my finger and i'll be like Ow, and i just pull it out <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah he
1: has changed
0: you got past that one uh so, yeah. so um okay, so, we so, meet so, the, so the new end yeah,
1: yeah and it gets to the point that we're still a little nervous thinking like oh, i hope he's on board with this whole way we treat things and stuff so it he's like oh can i see your pdm and it at i was like "Ooh, okay here we go and he's looking and he's like he said to joseph you bolus a lot during the day. And I thought, Oh, here we go. You know, it's either going to be, what are you doing? Or he was so thrilled, like so thrilled at the way Joseph would be aggressive with, with numbers and his tight range. And it it was just, and they had such a rapport, like they just got along so well. He was so, I'd never seen a doctor so elated. He's like, he, he said, Joseph, if half my patients looked at it the way you look at it, and he's like, this would be fantastic, right? Joe, he, he just was so, and Joseph loved him. And I just feel like, okay, he can see this guy and they're going to be on the same page. And and he told him all the complications he's going to avoid and how people don't, you know, they don't treat as aggressively as he does. And it was just amazing. It, it, it made me feel like, okay, he's going to be good. He's got good. this guy, they're on the same page. It's not going to be like a robot every time he goes and it was amazing. So you're going
0: to be okay amazing. when he when he leaves the house? I think so. All right. Mm-hmm. Joe, is there a girl? And while we're in the waiting room, like, should we tell him about the podcast? And I'm like, maybe wait a, a visit or yes. two. Oh, no. I, <laughs> I, I'm always between a rock and a hard place on that one, because I do want people to tell their doctors about it. And yet I don't want you to do something that's going to make your doctor think that you're a kook. So well, that, yeah, first, exactly. that's why on
1: the first, yeah, I, on the first visit, I, I thought, well, oh, let's, let's just can not you just say imagine, why we
0: do. Joe, can you but imagine then, Marilyn charging through the door yelling about it's a podcast? They'd be like, oh, <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, that's yeah. the secret. I'm yeah. like, but, you know, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but now that I know that we know he's, he's the, thinks the way, you know, it's like, he thinks the way we think. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like absolutely. Next visit, you're going to tell them all about this.
0: I would make a joke here about me being the secret, but I fear people would think I was being serious, so I'm not going to.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's all, yeah, I, it, it would be off. It could be off putting to some people. And, and, but but at the same time, <laughs> spreading the word is going to help somebody what, else because a lot absolutely. of people come through the podcast through doctors. Absolutely. So it's a, I
1: tell so many people, even my brother. You know he's perfect example we just in texting i didn't even tell joseph this i was texting him this week about something and my brother just started fiasp and and i started telling him my brother is still very um not as aggressive as i'd like him to be with his treatment but that's joe when you his move out to, when
0: you move out she's gonna start working on him you know, right? <laughs> he's my next
1: project oh I God, even you have ever need my...
0: advertising just shoot, shoot her an email
2: <laughs>
1: Um, you have a business you'd like to advertise, Marlon? What do you got? Oh, I'm telling you, I, I would go. I would go to the hilltops and and oh, and speak about this
2: podcast. Nice. Did and I you-
1: still, I still will get you to Long Island. I still have that one guy who would sponsor it and it will happen when the world is back to the way the world was i ever
0: speak in public again i'll be surprised the way everything's going but i actually have somebody designing like a crest like a logo for the podcast really if it i hope it comes out really well and i have a lot of hope it's somebody with type one who wanted to help the podcast and is an artist and her art is really amazing
2: uh, would she would put weird. a banner on the side of her car I'm, and drive
0: her. I'm literally hoping I, would. I can get something. I'll wrap my to... car. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for coffee. a tattoo before I die. Like just one person who was moved by it enough to get a tattoo or name oh, their child after me. Don't, don't tell me, me that. She allowed... tells me I'm not allowed to get more tattoos. Oh, okay. He just
1: got two this year. And plus, I would never let him get it. Ta- he doesn't want like a type one. Not, not Nothing against people that get the type one Joe, tattoos.
2: But Joe, you... Well, you know what I did, Scott? Good, ahead, good. Ahead. I. She. I told her, I she knew I was getting my first one. I told her I booked an appointment for a second one. And she goes, did you ever think about what these could do to your blood sugar? And I go, I have done extensive research, Ma. There's nothing you could tell me that will make me stop doing this. Because just, it's safe and you need to keep your
0: numbers low. Otherwise, if they're high, they can get infected. So I was like, do not tell me. I can't do it. <sighs> you, you meant during the healing process? Like the couple of days while I don't it's know. Healing? I was just reaching and you to were try just to get, enough, to yeah, get yeah. a second one. Uh, Joe, I just want to tell you something. And I want to make sure, like, Marilyn, how old are you?
1: 52.
0: Okay. Forty years from now, <laughs> she's going to be up here. <laughs>
1: I'm going <laughs> to haunt him <laughs> when I'm gone. He knows I will. <laughs> no, she totally
0: will. She is never nope. going to leave you alone, man. Is, does, does she no. treat your sister this
2: way? Uh, she just leaves her you, alone. You, all, you do, all you guys do is gossip. You don't, you don't do anything. Like, we don't do anything. I'm not saying you don't do anything, but you're not. Obviously, she's not diabetic. You have no reason to be on her. She's also 22. She's an adult.
1: Uh,
0: I'm imagining, I'm imagining your sister right now listening to this. Going, <laughs> Yo man, what's your problem? <laughs> you're
1: you're picking the me. wrong week to bring <laughs> yeah, this topic up. Like Scott. <laughs> perhaps, <laughs> perhaps you can branch out into everything. like the Dr. Phil podcast and we might be on <laughs> with another episode of those. <laughs> you can, you non, non-diabetic <laughs> related, diabetes related. All
0: right. So, so guys, listen, I've really enjoyed this and I honestly would keep going, but I have to get into a car oh, and drive fun, a a somewhere. Um, <laughs> yeah it's not fun at all um uh, when we get off i'll explain to you why i decided to drive instead of okay, it's through long well, at least it's
1: island not it's not but, long uh, island traffic no. all right oh, so it mean, can't no, be I'm that not bad going that way that's more. so
0: sad um yeah i really appreciate you doing this joe i i hope maybe one day uh joe when you're older you might come back without your mom and oh, totally talk a little more about this First, of course, I'd like to thank Joe and his mom, Marilyn, for coming on the show and having such an open and honest conversation. Thank you very much. I also want to thank Touched by Type 1 and remind you to head over to touchbytype1.org and check out all they're doing, including that golf outing. And of course, to get yourself a free, no-obligation 30-day trial of the Omnipod Dash, if you want to know if you're eligible for that, all you have to do is go to omnipod.com. Forward slash juicebox. And don't forget that T1D exchange survey. t one dexchangeorg forward slash juicebox. It's a pretty long episode, so I'll just thank you for listening. Remind you that I'll be back very soon with another episode of the Juicebox Podcast. Tell you not to forget about that Facebook page Juicebox Podcast Type 1 Diabetes. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place to talk about type 1. And, uh, honestly, type two, I got all kinds of peoples in there. If you're using insulin juice box podcast. Type one diabetes may just be the place for you. It's on Facebook and it's private. So you don't have to worry about anybody poking around. You got to answer some questions to get in there. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I don't even know what I'm saying at this point. So there's very little chance that you know what I'm saying, but you should check out the Facebook group. What else? Uh, diabetes pro tips started a My brain just shut off the diabetes pro tips. They started episode 210, but you can also find them at juiceboxpodcast.com and diabetesprotip.com. At diabetesprotip.com, you'll also find the defining diabetes series. There's a ton of stuff on the website you can check out. And everything, of course, is available wherever you get audio Spotify, Apple, or any other audio app you can think of. The show should be right there, and it will definitely be free.